0: Hey, I'm Miriam and you're listening to Unleashing the Father's Heart. We're a podcast brought to you by Faith Reserved, a Cayman Islands-based ministry geared towards releasing the heart of the Father one post at a time. And guess what? No topic is off limits. Enjoy. (laughs) Enjoy. I learned that even when God moves you to reconcile with whomever it is that he's calling you to reconcile with I just burped the outcome will not always go as you expected or wanted it to but it's okay and I feel like no, I know that we are all prepared in advance to do good things. And that verse is so loaded. Like, we aren't just prepared to do what we're called to do. And you are going to hear some clicking right now, but it's because I'm looking up that verse. But um, I really... just feel like that verse is so loaded. A part of it is the fact that we are put in situations prior to that one thing or many things that God is calling us to. Our entire lives, God can use that as preparation and he will um, for the things that he has for us to do. Every moment leading up to that moment is a form of God's preparation. Every humbling moment, every victory, every defeat, every wisdom gained, every knowledge accumulated. You know, it may not all be used for that one moment, such as reconciling with someone. But God can use something in both of your stories to bring it together. As much as he can also use that to make you more effective in the ministry of reconciliation. And something that God has taught me is that not everything that we have gone through with another person needs to be spoken to them. Sometimes it is just for us to um, talk to the Lord with that and process that with him. Why do we feel angry or why do we feel hurt? And what I'm learning too is much of the times what anger signifies is that deep down we're hurt. And for some of us um, who are very prideful, even, um, we'll hold on to that anger rather than admitting that we're hurt. Because to admit that you're hurt admits vulnerability, that you're vulnerable to being hurt. And it's also a vulnerable thing some of us have an easy time of saying that we're hurt some of us do not um whether it be that we've taught ourselves to suppress a lot of things or we've taught ourselves to um that having a hard shell a hard exterior that cannot be broken down is um, compensatory to the hurt that we feel inside and so we move in rhythms of suppression we begin to live off of suppression. And what it does, it makes it harder to confront the pain that is inside of us. And it makes it hard to confront the pain that we have done to other people. And it makes it hard to confront the pain that we see in the world. For example, with racism. I believe that one of the reasons why people may choose to believe that there isn't racism is to refuse to acknowledge another person's pain. But I also firmly believe that a part of that is coming from in their own lives not acknowledging different things that are not okay within themselves. Because to acknowledge pain is also to acknowledge change. Something must occur for that pain to have happened. And therefore, something must occur to break the cycle of that pain continuing. And I feel like one of the reasons why we would choose to ignore is because oftentimes, addressing that pain involves us to do very hard things. Whether it be reaching out to someone, or whether it be doing a lot of inner healing and confronting a lot of stuff about herself and what's going on on the inside. Again, you'll hear some clicking sounds, um, but I'm talking about the verse before I was saying all those things, Ephesians 2 verse 10. And I want to even look up the Amplified version because the Amplified version is like the Bible. On steroids, it's so awesome. Let me see. But yeah, so let's see. Ephesians five, verse five, it says. No Ephesians 2, verse 10, it says, For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do good things, good works, which God predestined or planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Apart. Of living the good life is doing the hard stuff. No millionaire, unless they won the lottery, could have won a million dollars and sustained that unless they win the lottery again by just sitting down and doing nothing. Reconciliation, not just reconciliation. I'm also talking about different things like reconciling, but also doing inner healing, um, confronting the past, acknowledging your own pain. That's hard stuff because you begin to reject the lies that you've either believed about yourself or what happened to you or other people. And for me personally, it's been hard finally accepting that certain things that others have done to me was wrong. That was hard. Especially being put in a position or a place or an atmosphere where openness and, you know, confronting things is not the norm for me. Um, And so I learned to suppress things. I um, I learned to funnel my emotions into different things that I shouldn't have as a young age like pornography or masturbation or um, just rebellion and acting out. Anger is something that I really struggled with. Passive anger, passive aggressiveness. And so that was my way of dealing with the pain that was on the inside. And what that taught me is I'm growing older and as God is maturing me as the years go by is that it's like insanity it's a vicious cycle to not address things that are going on inside of you but to also not address um, the hurt that others have done to you and also the hurt that you could have done to other people and owning both sides of the story and so something um, something that I've learned along the way in dealing with conflicts and conflict resolution is to own your part but to also in owning your part acknowledging that the other person was wrong in what they did if they were wrong in what they did and not putting all the blame on yourself not being a pushover you know but being bold enough to say To that person, this is where you did me wrong. And sometimes God doesn't want you to go to that person because He knows Um what the consequences of that are. Sometimes we can reconcile with the wrong with you know, the right people, but at the wrong time. You know, so that's something he's teaching me. He's also teaching me to um, own responsibility for my actions, but to not own responsibility for the way that someone else reacts, you know, even when you've done them wrong, because at the end of the day, um, we're all responsible for our own actions, but if you walked in obedience to doing X, Y, and C. If the other person didn't react the way that you wanted wanted them to, it's not your fault. So stop putting the blame on yourself. And also owning that, you know, or being mature enough to be like, okay, well maybe I could have done this a different way. Maybe I could have done this a different way. Maybe I could have said this a different way or taken a different approach. Another thing that I've learned and I'm just reiterating is just some things are best to let it go and not necessarily to be brought up to the other person. Perhaps many years have gone by or perhaps it's just something that you need to take with the Lord. Because imagine if someone did you wrong 80 times a day. Are you going to go to them those 80 times a day? There comes a time when we have to decide, okay, is this just for me and the Lord? Or is this for the other person too after spending time with the Lord and prayer for them? And also learning the power of prayer too. Um, Praying for yourself before... um, going to that person to see if you need to but also just praying for them regardless praying that you would have an open heart to see them the way that the other person sees the way that god sees them because as much as we've been hurt we are not always right about the other person one thing we are right about is the fact that some things they did hurt us But we don't know the entire story of their lives. We don't know the entire story of their personalities and the way that it's wired. We do not know everything. So we have to humble ourselves. And in doing so, it doesn't undermine your pain. But it gives you understanding um, that can bring healing in knowing that every person who has hurt you has too been hurt. There's a saying, hurt people, hurt people. Healed people, heal people. So I just want to pray for you guys and ladies. Um, Lord, I just thank you so much for the message that you brought through this podcast. I pray that you'll decode everything that you'll help them to digest this. I pray that the Lord would just lead you into a place of safe comfort, knowing that he's got your back. Knowing that you do not have to defend yourself because God is your defender. So leave your weapons at the door. Knowing that God is with you wherever you go, he can give you the confidence where you need it. He can give you the boldness and courageousness where it is lacking. He can give you wisdom and understanding when you just do not understand something. And it feels like you've been hitting your head against the same wall day after day after day. Change is going to come. And whatever it is that I feel like the Lord is speaking to you specifically through, change is going to come. And it is okay to say that things are not okay. You don't have to say it's okay when it's not. Where there's brokenness, it is not okay. And that's why we need a savior. And that's why we need God to step in. Because there are certain things that we can do, but there is a wall, a law of nature almost, that says... A human being can only do so much. And after that point, after that boundary is exhausted, it's literally up to the grace of God to bring a change, to bring healing, to bring hope. So I'm praying for change, healing, hope, restoration, reconciliation, eyes open, hearts soften wherever you go and know that God is with you. He's got your back. So stop controlling things. Let Papa take over. He can do this on his own. He doesn't need your help. He's a chef. He can cook his own pot. He just needs us to be obedient and no more, no less. Amen. So what did you think of that podcast? I love hearing it when you guys give us feedback or different questions that we could probably tackle on. So, how about you hit us up on any of our social media links, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Google+, all under the name Faith Reserved. We even have a Tumblr and a Pinterest, you guys. So go ahead and share this with someone. You know more people than I do and You sharing this with people that you know would help me to accomplish my goal and more of seeing everyone who comes to faith reserve encounter the Father's heart in a new way. Because you, my friend, have a unique voice that I don't have. Yeah. So send us your feedback. um, Share this with someone, and maybe it's not to be shared, but to pray that that person would get this truth in their life some way, somehow. Either way, I love you, thank you for listening, stay tuned for more. Bye-bye.